are back with another episode. I never know how to start these, so they're going to just keep getting cringier and cringier until I get my intro set solid. I'm working on one that has like music and stuff and sounds really cool and looks really cool. It's just not here yet. But despite that, hey, how are you? You doing okay? You look okay. (laughs) You look more than okay. If you're new here and you're wondering who I am and why I'm pumping your nuts up like that, (laughs) welcome to Deadlifts and Daddy Issues. My name is Quillen Bryan and I'm your host, your your CEO, your birth giver. I still never know where to go with that either, but it's fine. That's what makes me quirky and funny, right? Is it weird to call yourself quirky? I don't know. I just did though. Anyways, so I'm going to be completely honest. I tried to record this episode over the weekend and I sounded like this and like I was living my worst life and didn't know what to say, but we're past that. I'm back on my bullshit God complex left for all of like 24 hours, but it's back and I feel like I'm on top of the world again. So here we are. Today, we're going to talk about my strength training journey specifically and I'm going to throw out some resources that I used that help me that are free on the internet that may be able to help you. But before we get into that, let's laugh together, okay? So this week, (laughs) this week I made a big girl purchase and I bought towels like sets of towels and washcloths and like the towels that are too small to be towels but they're too big to be washcloths. I don't know what those are actually called but I bought those too. Of course I bought them all in black partly because I dye my hair black and so I was like okay if I get any kind of other colored towel I'm probably gonna stain it. Honestly mainly because of my hair. I was gonna get red ones to match my shower curtain but I was like no. I'll stain those up. I just need to get black ones. So I did. But so I go to Walmart and I go to the towel section and there's this lady and her name is Deborah. Shout out to you. I don't think you'll ever hear this, but on the off chance that you're secretly listening, you are a G, my friend, okay? So I go down to the towel aisle and there is Deborah. I'm going to call her Debbie. Hopefully she's okay with that. And she's like, are you shopping for towels? Are you, are you going to like purchase towels? And I was like, yeah. I was like, which ones do I get? I was like, some of these are like really freaking expensive, but they're really freaking soft too. Like I could cover up with these at night and go to bed. And she was like, listen to me. She's like, Walmart made a mistake. This towel, this brand over here, that's $4 and 27 cents. And it says it's on clearance. She's like, Walmart mistagged it. And she said, we're going to benefit from it, okay? And she's like, these are $13 towels. Like, if you go to Target or, like, literally anywhere else, they are $13. And Walmart has them marked for $4.27. And she said, I bought the pink ones and took them home and, like, made sure. And she said, I instantly came back and I'm getting the green ones for my downstairs bathroom because they're, like, super, super nice. And she goes into, like, how they're organic and recycled and, like, all of this. And she was like me and my husband got some like two years ago when we first got married as a wedding gift and I love them but they're just like $13 a piece and I feel like that was a lot to spend on a towel and she was like but we're gonna benefit from Walmart's mistake and she was like you like get you these so I listened to her they are the most amazing towels I've ever put on my body in my life so thank you she also like told me how to like take them home and like wash them the first time and like how to take care of them um, when you very first get them because like you can't use towels as soon as you buy them because they don't dry right and like whatever. I don't know. But when she got done, she was like, I'm telling you all this and you don't even know my name. My name is Deborah. And I was like, 
I just want you to know that I love you. I was like, I don't normally talk to people in Walmart. And I said, I tried to look really, really mean because I don't want anybody to talk to me. But, um, this is the coolest thing ever. And like, thank you because I had no idea what I was doing down here. And she was like, it's okay. We got to help each other out, you know? And I was like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like I was just dumbfounded and now I, <laughs> now I have extremely nice towels. <laughs> so I don't know what brand they were and I'm so sorry that I cannot pass along the information. I'm pretty sure at this point Walmart's figured it out anyways or they're all sold out because there's many more Debras around the world that also figured it out. I don't know. Have you ever heard of like the Walmart secret clearance thing on TikTok? I think that's what happened. I don't know but I benefited from it and I now have really really nice towels and for all of it like I bought five of each. I literally only paid 50 bucks for five towels, five washcloths and five of those whatever the hand towels do you call them hand towels I don't know but whatever I literally only paid 50 bucks for five of each like that's insane anyways it was cool so before I dive into this I just want to take a second to say that I will always have a mutual respect for other athletes I don't care who your coach is I don't care how much experience they have or who they've coached or what they've done I don't care what team you compete for I don't care like, I don't, I don't care how long you've been lifting. I don't care what your total is. If there is a mutual, as long as there is a mutual respect between the both of us, that we are both athletes and we're both in the gym, on the platform, like whatever, to do the same thing, which is better ourselves and be better athletes and whatever. Like, we're cool. There is, there is no beef. There is no drama. There is none of that. I will never hold anything against someone because of someone else's actions and I, especially women, like we need to be supporting each other, especially being in the sport that we're in. So let me just say that before I dive into this, okay? I, it is in my heart and in my soul that any woman that wants to strength train and know what it's like to feel strong and powerful, if she comes to me and she needs help, I'm going to do what I can to get her the resources and make sure that she knows what that feeling is. Because it never, like, it never really goes away once you start it. You know, there, sure, you have days, weeks, months where you're down in the dumps or whatever, but when you hit a PR, or you step on the platform, or you like do something cool when you're lifting, or you see yourself getting stronger, or you see your physique changing, like whatever it may be, there's this feeling that you get on the inside. And I want that for every woman on the planet. Okay. With that being said, allow me to go into how I got started strength training and um, like some pros and cons to those different things. Because keep in mind that what's good for the goose isn't necessarily good for the gander. And so just because it worked for me, it may not necessarily be the best path for you. But there are plenty of resources online that are free, especially like I know times are tough right now. And I know that not everybody can afford to have a personal trainer or to have a coach or, you know, whatever. So I'm going to show you what I did or tell you what I did. And it was... I was a college, a broke college student when I first started this, so it was the most budget-friendly way to go about things. Yes, there are probably better ways. This is my personal strength training journey. So a lot of you know that if you listen to episode one, if you haven't listened to episode one, stop right here and go back and listen to that because it kind of gives you um, an idea of where I started. 
And so to briefly touch on that, I started as as a bikini competitor, which I had no business doing. I had no muscle. Like I went in to the gym and started bodybuilding and started cutting food like crazy. And it ended up making me extremely sick. And I somehow still got on stage and tried to be this bikini athlete that I had no business trying to be at the time. So when they told me that I had to gain weight, I was like, okay, if I got to gain weight, I'm going to get strong. And that phrase changed my life. The way that I started, (laughs) honestly, and I talked about this in episode one too, I googled female powerlifters. And the first person, the very, very first person that I went like I visited their profile, the very, very first profile I ever visited was Megan Gallagher's. And she is Meg Squats on Instagram and she is Meg Squats on YouTube. Her YouTube channel is full, full of free information, okay? There are form videos, there are technique videos, there are stretching and warm-up videos, there is a gear video about like belts and knee sleeves and when to use them and why to use them and like when I tell you like that if you have never strength trained before make her YouTube channel your first stop okay. It is tons of just free information. She's taken a very different direction um, since the video, I mean, those videos came out like three or four years ago, but they are still very relevant and they will help you get started on how do you deadlift, how do you squat, how do you bench press. Um, And I still, to this day, I love her and I support her. I still buy supplements from her supplement line. I think she's an outstanding human being and now she's a mom and she's engaged. Like, I think the absolute world of her and I've only got to meet her a couple times, but she is amazing. So that was my first, I spent a day, literally a day just on her YouTube channel, like going through everything and soaking it all in. So at that time, Megan had a program with bodybuilding.com and I don't remember what it was called. Um, I don't think it's on there anymore because she does have her own um, monthly program and I'll get into that in a minute, but I don't, I really don't remember what it was called, but I ran it twice and that was like, and it was, it was a really good intro to powerlifting program. I felt more comfortable running it because it was female ran. I ran it twice. So my first 16 weeks into powerlifting, because it was an eight-week program, my first 16 weeks were that. That was the first, you know, that's how I learned. That's where I got, that was my base. That was my foundation to powerlifting. Now, I ran a couple other powerlifting programs that bodybuilding.com was offering. It was like you signed up for this, like whatever, and you paid like so much a month for it, and you had access to like all these programs. And so I ran a couple other ones that were powerlifting based, but I was still just, I really, I really liked her and what she was doing. And then she made the announcement that she was coming out with a monthly subscription based program. And so you pay, I don't know how much it is now. At the time it was, you paid $8.99 a month and she updated the programs every day on Sunday. So those are what I would refer to as a cookie cutter program. They're great. You are going to get stronger. You're going to make a linear progression, which is what you want to do. It's just not focusing on you specifically as an athlete. 
It is not focusing on your weaknesses. This is just overall, I don't want to say general fitness because it is powerlifting based. She does focus on squat, bench, and deadlift as your main lift with some accessories after, but it is just a general, is a general powerlifting program. The other thing about this is so you're paying whatever the monthly fee is. Let's say at this point, it's like $13 a month. So you're paying the $13 a month just for programming. You're not getting coaching feedback. She's not helping you with your form. She's not giving you tips and tricks and technique things. Now, again, her YouTube channel is full of that stuff, but she does not, you can't send her a video and her correct your form. That is having a coach, which is going to be a lot more than $13 a month, okay? Um, But so I did that for another Okay, before I got there, one of the other programs, and I do want to give this a mention because I followed this for a while. So I went from Megan's program on bodybuilding.com twice, and then I ran a couple other ones. And then there is Crispy Creams on Instagram. Again, another really amazing human being that I love with all of my heart. I think she's fantastic. Um, And she also has a program that you can subscribe to monthly. Again, it's weekly. She updates it weekly. Hers, however, um, was a little bit more expensive. Um, I think that one was at the time $20 a month and that one um, was on an app. So you could, Megan has an app now, but at the time she didn't. So that one was on an app and I could track. It was on Train Heroic. Um, if you've ever used it before, you know what I'm talking about. But I could log my weights and it would keep track of my percentages and things for me. Um, I know Megan does have an app out now for Stronger by the Day. So I ran Christy, she's Crispy Creams on Instagram, but her name's Christy. I ran her program, um, is it, I can't remember. I think her monthly subscription is called Unchained Strength, maybe? And then she also has, like, you can purchase the Look Strong Naked program. So that one I think is like eight or 12 weeks and you just get the whole thing at once. So those are other options for you to look into is purchasing like a 12-week program or an eight-week program. Um, I don't recommend just going off and buying a peaking program, however. Um, I think you should do a subscription program like Megan's or like Christie's where you kind of get a base and you you get a little, you work on your form and your technique and then go into a peaking program. Um, that's just my personal opinion. I don't see what the point of right off the bat going into a peak would be. I think personally, this is a personal opinion, okay? Don't come for me. (laughs) I just think that you should take the time to build your technique, build your form, get some accessories in there, work on all over strength, and then go into a peaking program. Um, So after, so I ran Christie's for a while. I ran, I, I can't remember the name of it. I think it's Unchained Strength. I ran that one for a while and I just got this like, because I was competing. I was running these programs and then peaking, like I wasn't really peaking. I was just running these programs and then I would go do a meet. I didn't really know what a meet prep was, but I was sitting, (laughs) I was sitting at the dispensary and I was thinking to myself like, man, I just, like something is missing. Like I just felt like I had this void, right? Like something needed filled and I had followed Liz for a long time. Um, I was probably a year, year and a half into following her and I knew that she had Fortress Athletics and I was like, you know, let me just see how much it costs. I have no, at this point in my powerlifting life, um, career, journey, whatever you want to call it, I had no idea how much a 
like a coach like that cost. I didn't know what having a coach entailed. Like I didn't know any of it. Okay. So I shot Liz a message and I was like, Hey, I'm up. I'm this little baby. I, I don't have experience. I mean, I've been on the platform, but I've never like ran a prep or whatever, but I just really like you and what you're doing and what you're standing for. And I'm really interested. Like I want to be, I want to be an athlete. Like I want to take this seriously and I want someone to critique me and correct me and hold my hand through this. And so she told me what her prices was. Now here's the thing is when you go to get a powerlifting coach, you need to understand that you are making an investment. You are making an investment into a, what I would call a career kind of at this point, maybe, maybe career isn't the best word, but you are investing into someone who is going to take you a level further. And I personally feel like Liz has not just taken me one level further, but like two, three, four levels at this point. I'm confident in my lifts. I'm confident when I get on the platform. I, she has worked with me on my form. You know, like there's so much that comes along when you get a coach. So not only are you getting programming, but you're getting someone who is going to program for you specifically. So these other workouts, again, they're cookie cutter, they're general health, general powerlifting accessories. When you get a coach, they're going to look at you and your training and your main lifts and they're going to see what your weak points are. And they're going to base your program on what your strengths and weaknesses are. No two athletes have the exact same program. And so when you get a coach, they are specifically looking at you and what you need in order to better yourself versus the cookie cutter programs are anybody can run them. They're not specific for anybody. It's just general. So I messaged Liz and I asked her what her rates were and I knew that at that very moment I needed to get another job. Not that she was like insanely expensive, but it just wasn't in my budget at the time. So I started cleaning houses um, on the side as like a second job and that's what paid for my coaching every month and it was the best decision that I ever made. Honestly, 100% the best decision that I ever made because I look back and I don't, I don't regret anything about my lifting journey at all. I, it made me who I am today. It taught me a lot and I'm very, very grateful for how Liz just took me in. And, and the thing with Liz in particular is like when we went to go work on form, it wasn't like, okay, here's everything wrong with your squat and you need to fix all of these things. It was like, she looked at the biggest issue and we fixed that first. And then we went to the second biggest issue and we fixed that next. And it was easy for me to fix things because it wasn't like, here's five things that are wrong with your squat. Do all of this so that you fix it because that can get really overwhelming, right? So that's where I also, I feel like I learned a lot was I was able to focus on one thing at a time and I didn't feel like I was like drinking out of a fire hose, you know? So some things that I feel like people should keep in mind is that even hiring a coach, okay, you go out and you hire the biggest, baddest coach out there and you're paying thousands of dollars a month for this person, you're not going to fix your form in a week, okay? You're not going to fix your form in two weeks. There are days where I forget how to deadlift and I've been doing this for, I've been with Liz for a year, almost a year and a half. And like I said, I had a year and a half of experience 
this quote unquote experience before I got with Liz. So, but there are still days, my form, I'm like, what, what is going on? What the fuck am I doing? Why can't I remember this? And on those days, sometimes you just need to take a step back and watch yourself record yourself. Oh my gosh, I can't stress that enough. Record yourself so that you can see where you're messing up. Let me just pump Liz up again. She will explain to you what you're doing wrong so that you can see it in yourself. And I feel for me, that was a huge thing too, was like, okay, so you're losing your glutes at the bottom. And when I say that, this is what I mean. And she would explain it to you and then be like, okay, so now that you see that, this is how we're going to fix it. And then you would do the cue or whatever in order to fix it. And she'd be like, see how different this looks? So she's also training us to see these things in ourselves so we don't have to send her like, oh, my squat feels off today. Why? Well, if you record yourself and you're looking, you're like, oh, well, that's why I'm losing my glutes. It's it's just training your own brain to see it in yourself. Record yourself, okay? I know it's intimidating and I know it's scary, but I promise no one is judging you like you think they are. And if someone is judging you, they have got way more insecurities than you need to be worried about. They are judging you because they are insecure in themselves and that's a them problem, not a you problem, baby, okay? So understand that your form is not going to be perfect overnight record yourself. Don't be afraid to, like I said, I know it's an, I still get intimidated sometimes, but you need to do it in order to fix your form. Fix your shit by recording yourself, okay? And also understand that this is a journey that has its ups and downs. I experienced it myself this week. I went to go deadlift and I have pulled 305 for a triple without my belt, okay? Now, I am PMSing. I am going through a lot of very personal life changes right now, trying to figure out a new lifting schedule from what it was in the past um, to fit these life changes. And so I wouldn't say I'm like stressed out because it's all like positive things that are happening in my life, but everything's just different. On top of, and women get this, PMS can fuck you up when it comes to training, okay? And if you're not into training, let me warn you, your cycle will fuck things up. I am a weak little bitch when I'm PMSing. Now, after I actually start my period, everything is wonderful. But like the week before, I can't lift shit. And it is so frustrating every single time. So my top triple with my belt this week was supposed to be 300 pounds. That is nothing for me. You know what my top triple ended up being? 265. Not my top triple, but my working triples were 265. You know how frustrating that was? I wanted to throw the barbell across the room. And sometimes that happens. But then there are also days I go in there and I feel like I could triple 315, 320. So it's important to understand too that like, and I can't remember who said this. I'm going to say this. I don't remember who said this. So if it was you, credit to you. This is not my own original idea. 10% of your lifts are going to be absolutely amazing, okay? They're going to be, they're going to put you on top of the world. They're going to give you a God complex. It's going to be the most amazing thing ever. 10% of your lifts are going to be shit. They are going to be awful. You are going to, (laughs) I'm being honest, you're going to feel awful when you leave the gym. But understand that it happens to all of us. We all have bad days. We all have bad weeks. It's okay. You are not alone. It is not something new. Any of us who have been doing this for a while, we get it because we've been there. Now that other gap, all the rest of the lifts in between those two different percentages, they're going to be okay. You went in, you did your shit, you followed your program. Good job. You did it. 
good for you. That's how it goes. That's, that's, that is strength training. (laughs) And I love it. I love every second of it. The one other thing I kind of wanted to mention is like, I know you're talking to someone who has dealt with eating disorders pretty much her entire life. Okay. Um, I've starved myself. I have eaten to the point where I feel like I'm going to explode. I have, and like, because I binged out and I have also made myself throw up after eating because I was terrified of my calorie intake and things like that. Like I've, I've dealt with, and maybe not on super, super severe aspects, but I've battled the eating disorders and I get it, but please, please feed yourself. When you get into strength training, your body really needs the food in order to number one, get stronger, but two, to fuel what you're about to go in the gym and do. And I know that can be hard and I know how scary that is. I I still, I'm, I'm there. I get terrified eating sometimes because I'm like, man, like, you know, I've already eaten this, 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 this today. And what if, like, I get it. I, it's a battle. I, I'm still working on, I still talk about it in therapy, but I want you to think about food as fuel. And I know that sounds really tacky, but when you get into strength training and you see what your body is capable of doing and what you're capable of achieving, think about that and think about how you can't do that. You know, you can't run a car if you don't put gas in it. And it's hard to change into that mindset. And like I said, I fall into bad habits like that from time to time because we're human and it happens and be graceful with yourself when it does happen on any regard but also know that you really are you're fueling your body and your brain and your muscles and your your body is going to transform when you start pushing heavy weight your body is going to transform in ways that you didn't know that were possible so keep that in mind um and like I said I get it I've, I've been on you know, all ends of the spectrum and it's not an easy battle. And I understand that. And there, there are going to be hard days, but when you go to eat and you start to get anxious or worried about it, I want you to think about, I am fueling my body and my body is going to get so much stronger from what I'm about to put in it. And let me tell you, there are days I still eat pizza and ice cream. There are days I still go to Chuck's place here where I live and get the biggest, juiciest cheeseburger I possibly can because it sounds good. Be graceful with yourself. This is a journey and there are ups and downs, but it's beautiful and it is life-changing and you're capable of it. And I know that it's scary and it's intimidating, but nothing ever good comes from sitting in your comfort zone. Nothing. You can be comfort or you can be comfy all that you want but is it really that comfy? Because what if, what if you were capable of way, way, way more? If you just took a little baby step outside, you could do some pretty amazing things. You just got to stand up and do it. And you'll gain confidence and you'll smile brighter and your flame is going to get bigger. And there are going to be really cool people that come into your life. And it's the most amazing thing ever. And it doesn't necessarily have to be powerlifting. Maybe CrossFit is more up your alley. Go. Go do it. I am I am talking personally in this episode about my strength training journey and what it looked like. But maybe CrossFit is your thing. Maybe you really do want to do more of like the cardio calisthenic 
area of it and that's cool too but like do something that's going to make you feel better about yourself and I'm telling you right now you want that big butt that all the insta girls the insta insta whatever they're called squat some heavyweight pick up some heavyweight it it will do wonderful things for your ass okay um I am going to save what competing looked like for me in a different episode I have competed six times now five times now I don't know five or six times now and I will go through what competing looks like and things in a different episode if you have specific questions about competing that you would like me to answer on that episode shoot me a dm on instagram I'm doing better about keeping my message request box cleared out however that gets really disgusting sometimes and it's more than I'm able to mentally handle in a day so I will do my best. Um, Instagram is the place to reach me at. I really don't use any other form of social media outside of that. It's, it's the easiest one and the funnest one for me to use. So that's where I do everything at. I think that's it. It's, I feel like I didn't say enough because I'm by myself and I don't have four and a half hours worth of editing to do, but that's, that's what my strength training journey looked like. And it was beautiful and wonderful and marvelous. And I loved it and I still love it. I still fall, even on days I can only lift 260 pounds. I had a really good bench day today, though, so it, like, made up for it. <laughs> made up for my crappy, stupid deadlift day that I had this week. Um, yeah, guys, I think that's everything. Did I answer all of your questions? I'm trying to think, did I say everything I was supposed to? I do have some deep episodes coming up. Um, one of them is about healing from past traumas and what that, and learning to trust people again. And that one is going to be a spicy one. And I'm a little bit nervous about it, but I'm also really excited because healing is also a journey and everything's a journey, you know? Anyways, that's a sneak peek into into a future episode. I'm not going to get too deep at the end of this. Guys, once again, I love you. And I think that you are absolutely amazing. And don't forget to be the main fucking character in your own story this week, okay? Main character energy only. Do you understand me? Main character energy only. That's all we have time for. It's also summer. Go get on a boat. Go get in the water. Go get on the beach. Go make a pool in your backyard. Go get some sunshine. Get that vitamin D, okay? It is essential for feeling good. We have been waiting for the hot weather for so long, and it's here. Get out and enjoy it. I love you. Questions, comments, concerns can go to my Instagram DMs. As always, share away. Tag me. Use the hashtag deadlifts and daddy issues. Deadlifts and Daddy Issues does have her own Instagram handle. However, it that profile is under construction and I haven't really done anything with it yet. But you're welcome to tag the the Instagram too, okay? I love you. Go be bad bitches. I don't care what you identify as. I don't care if you're male, female, non-binary, whatever. Go be a bad bitch, okay? I love you. Have a great week. And I will see you, hear you, hang out, whatever, next week. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>